Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. Wake up, everybody! No more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world's changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, you had better get them up, get them going Wednesday on B&E. That is right, South by Southwest, Madness of March is underway, NFL free agent frenzy. We are loaded on this uh, 15th of March, midweek now. Drag you up over the hump and into the back end of your week with a lot to do. It's uh, big conversations this morning. We appreciate you being there here on the show of the people. Off we go. Uh, well, we appreciate you finding us, however you do. Maybe it's on 1049, of course, the mothership, also on 1019 FM available, AM 1260, and digitally. Maybe you're taking some time off for spring break, heading to the coast, heading to the lake, just getting your uh, feet up. Uh, do it uh, by listening on your Horn app. Take us wherever you go. Download it on your smartphone. It's absolutely free, and it's a couple of buttons to use, and you're listening live and local on your Horn app, always on your smart speaker as well. Just tell that speaker, hey, Turn on 104.9 The Horn, and you're always able to find us right there on our website, live and local and digital, even on the Twitch stream, where you can watch the program with your own eyes and see us in action here in the studio. That's always, of course, at hornfm.com. Mr. Godbolt. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Hood, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for the job that you do. It is appreciated, and it's appreciated each and every day. Thank you very, very much. Be careful out there. Be careful. You sound like you're dealing with some allergy suits yeah. over there, Mr. Stuffed yeah. Up. I did that grass cutting over the weekend Ooh. in some spots and all that stuff shooting out the side. No grass bag, just all up in my sinuses. So that's what it all is right now. Uh, time to wear you, a mask. You think maybe it's time if I'm out there in the doing yes. that kind of stuff to put a mask on? Yeah, maybe? With all that dust and yes. uh, cedar and whatever else oh. is popping up. That's that time awful. of year, man. It's March, mid-March. Here we go. Uh, you were also uh, out at Twin Creeks yesterday, right? I was out at Twin G? Creeks. I had maybe one of the best days of one of the best days of my life yesterday. My daughter surprised me and uh, her sister, as a matter of fact, by coming in and driving straight from Jacksonville, Florida, with her three kids no way. to Austin, Texas. So on I saw break. Veronica. I saw. So in the in the last twenty four hours, I've seen all seven of my grandkids for the first time ever, in that kind of span. So I got to see. You know, six, of course, with my kids. And then my wife's uh, uh, daughter's son, uh, the day before yesterday, had his three-year-old birthday. So I got to see him all yesterday. Awesome. And I asked my daughter, I said, so did you know she was coming? 
She said, yeah, when she was halfway here, she told me she's on her way. I said, what did she do, jump over the fence to get to you? And she goes, you know how she is. She came barging in the house. She's staying for a couple days. And I'm like, well, she wanted to see your new baby. So it was good. It was good to see everybody yesterday. Really, really awesome. was. That is awesome. So uh, I've not yeah. seen them in a, in a gathering like that. That All of my grandkids, within 24 hours, I've seen them all. It's just, it was unbelievable. Well, that is so cool. You have an oldest son who has no children. I have a, a younger makes, son. He just makes opens businesses and yeah. makes money. Well, and the younger son who works for the city, I like I said, I don't wish that on anybody's daughters. <laughs> so that's okay. very nice. Then you have two daughters. One lives here. One lives in Jacksonville. They got a, bu- yes. uh, a, a bucket load. What, three kids each. Yes. Your grandkids, so they're together for the spring break, which is really cool. It is hopefully, cool. Hopefully you're getting some uh, some time to enjoy the week off and what's going on there. So uh, for sure, glad to hear that. And uh, if you're dealing with those allergies out there, make sure, yeah, you need to wear a mask when you're doing yard work, especially when you're uh, all those grass pollens and everything that's popping up. You know, I've never had that problem before. I mean, I just, you know, I'm in the yard all the time. But ever since I did that, you know, since these branches came down and I did the smoke day and it got up in there, it's been just open season on me for outside now. So I got to start doing what, what a lot of folks around here do. What is it? Allegra or whatever it is. Zyrtex or something like that. I need to start taking that. You kind didn't of get stuff. any yesterday. I didn't get any yesterday. I went out and then went and played golf outside. Well, and all you that said stuff. you were going to go get your Zyrtex. I never got the Zyrtex. I said I can suck it up, just blow my nose all day, and I did, and I did exactly that. So I will, you know, that stuff does dry me up. So I will try it. It works. Well, you probably should. Plus, you can if if you go to you find a little card and take it to the pharmacist, you can get that Zyrtec D. Oh, the good uh, stuff—that's that's good one. stuff. It's not like—it's not over the counter. You just have to get it from the pharmacist because I guess they make meth with it and stuff. So you can't like what buy like trunkfuls of it. Oh yeah, so you gotta—they have to be able to keep a record of who's buying how much of it. My goodness, uh, but it's good, man. That's—it's like double shot power. And you get the D, and uh, you know, yeah, I'm gonna up. do that today. This is awful. All right. Well, that might be a th- smart thing to do. Speaking of today, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to uh, catch up on. How about the Dallas Cowboys going to work yesterday? Let's talk about it. Get you your headlines, trending topics to start your Wednesday morning. Start with the Longhorns, Texas baseball. Horns made it six straight wins last night. Took the first of a pair of midweek matchups with North Dakota State out of Dishfall Field 7-2. Right-hander Charlie Hurley, really good. 6-8 right-hander. Came out of the bullpen, tossed five and a third scoreless innings in relief of starter LeBaron Johnson Jr. Longhorns were down 2-1 when he came in, but he pitched a heck of a game and allowed the Longhorn offense to get cranking up. They posted seven runs on eight hits. Eric Kennedy, Jaden Duplantier each drove in a pair. Texas now 10-7 on the year. Same two again tonight at 6.30. Down in San Marcos, heck of a midweek game in, in uh, San Marvelous. Texas State doubled up 11th-ranked TCU in front of a sold-out crowd at Bobcat Ballpark. 8-4 uh, to four the final. Cat slugger Jose Gonzalez, 3-4, for four, smacked his 7th home run of the year. Uh, was a triple shy of the cycle there uh, for Coach Steven Trout's ball club. College basketball, the Madness of March officially underway. The first two of the first four games last night in Dayton, Ohio, break up the Islanders of Texas A&M Corpus Christi. They held, they held off Southeast Missouri State in the first game, 75-71. They earned the right to play the tournament's top overall seed, Alabama, in the round of 64 starting on Thursday. Also last night, Pittsburgh uh, beat Mississippi State in a rock fight. Uh, 60-59. They uh, clinched the 11th seed in the Midwest region. They're going to face Iowa State now on Friday, the 6th seed. Two more play-in games tonight. Texas Southern will meet Baylor Dickinson with the 16th seed in the East on the line. Then Nevada faces Arizona State to earn the 11th seed out West. Of course, the 
first day of action coming up Thursday with the Longhorns playing Thursday evening in Des Moines. Uh, at Q2 Stadium last night, Violette AC came into Austin shorthanded, but with a three-goal advantage from the first leg of the CONCACAF Champions League opening round, and the Haitian side was able to withstand a fierce onslaught from the home side to advance in the tournament with a 3-2 two-match aggregate final. Sebastian Driussi did score a couple of goals last night. Austin won the match in the 90 minutes 2-0, but the Verde needed a third goal to force penalty kicks, and another would have given them the outright win, but uh, how about the goalkeeper for Violette, Paul Decius, played tremendously. The Verde peppered the box, firing 35 shots, 10 on goal. Decius made eight saves, two coming in the final minute to preserve the victory. NFL, after laying low on day one, the first day of the legal tampering period on Monday, the Dallas Cowboys went to work yesterday and went to work to solidify and improve their defense. Earlier in the day, they reached an agreement on a new three-year pact with their hard-hitting safety, Donovan Wilson. That was followed by a two-year agreement with linebacker Leighton Vanderesh. And then yesterday afternoon, word comes down that the club uh, has agreed to send one of their compensatory fifth-round picks to the Colts for former Pro Bowl cornerback Stephon Gilmore. Other big moves yesterday, the rival Eagles reached an agreement with their Pro Bowl cornerback James Bradbury on a new deal. Also a deal with running back Boston Scott. Division rival Giants have swung a deal with the Raiders to add Pro Bowl tight end Darren Waller. Lifetime Longhorn Charles Amenahu cashing in on his breakout 2022 season in San Francisco. 25-year-olds agreed to a two-year deal with the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. And in New York, the Jets have reached a deal with former Packers receiver Alan Lazard on a four-year pact. That leads to further belief that Aaron Rodgers is on his way to the Big Apple in a trade, expecting to hear from the four-time MVP today concerning his plans for the future. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Yeah, Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers slated to appear on the Pat McAfee program today. Sure, he'll probably announce today. Yeah, our, our off-season drama will come to an end. He's headed to the New York Jets. Or he's going to say, ah, oh, Sorry, Jets. I didn't want to play with Alan Lazard anyhow. No, I just need a couple more days to think it over. I mean, it is some kind of ridiculous. There was a report, and who knows how much of this is is on point, but there was a report from Diana Russini, who works for ESPN, covers Mm -hmm. New York. She said, uh, in addition to Alan Lazard, Aaron Rodgers would like the uh, Jets to pursue Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, and uh, who else? There's one other guy that they're after, like all his buddies. And it's like, Aaron, they have Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and Corey Davis, and they've got a pretty nice stockpile of wide receivers already. What are we doing? What are we doing here? Are you the agent and the general manager? And the This is uh, beyond ridiculous, but uh, either way. He, Jets want him. They're desperate for it. The owner, as you said, wants the headlines. They want the uh, – he's a four-time MVP quarterback. Yep. He's healthy. He's pretty damn good. Uh, but, man, the, the stacked AFC will continue to be more and more stacked. And there's also – when I'm watching, you know, the, the, we'll get to the Cowboys, and I love the moves they made yesterday, solidifying and you know, keeping their own guys and adding a Pro Bowl corner. But the Indianapolis Colts are who traded the corner to the Cowboys. Uh, that's going to be a $12 million, that saves them $12 bucks on their cap. And they released Matt Ryan yesterday, released a couple of other players. A lot of thought that maybe the Colts are going to be the team that angles to get involved with Lamar Jackson. Um, and clear cap space and be that team that jumps into the Lamar Jackson conversation with owner Jim Ursay because they are you know, a quarterback-starved team that are looking for the future. They've really never replaced Andrew Luck when he retired in Indianapolis, of course, and uh, they have the fourth pick in the first round of the draft, which means by pick four, there may, may not be 
uh, a, a guaranteed, you know, franchise. Never whether there is a guaranteed franchise quarterback, but Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud likely off the board by pick four. So maybe they are the team that goes after Lamar Jackson. Let's keep an eye on the Colts because Lamar Jackson. Think about this, Buck. Over the last two days, the legal tampering period, agents could talk to teams, but players couldn't. So no. Lamar Jackson, who acts as his own agent, really hasn't been able to talk to teams over the last forty-eight hours. He can start doing that today. Absolutely. Get that over with. That would be interesting. We talk about the AFC and all these great quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson may be, and I'm just, you know, there's just people connecting dots on that with the Colts that maybe that's where they're going. And again, Lamar Jackson's 26 years old, and, uh, you know, and we'll see if the Colts become a, a team that gets involved. But love what the Cowboys did yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I think they, I mean, keeping Van Der Esch was, was a smart thing. And plus, getting in a, an all pro corner to go on the other side is, is, what everybody was looking for. I mean, they they kept their guys, and plus they added. Well, I mean, added this, another piece. I thought. Well, we, we we talked about it. I really felt like the Cowboys were going to try to attack their defense here to to keep that. That's the best in their minds. That's the best side of the ball. Yeah, that that's the side that just can't get weak. Yeah, and Dan Quinn's back, right? That this whole offseason plan started with Dan Quinn's return. Mm-hmm. Uh, he flirted with a couple of head coaching jobs again. Done such a tremendous job running that defense. He obviously likes that role and then running the D and working with Mike McCarthy. But you had to keep some key guys. And Donovan Wilson, there's a nice player the Cowboys drafted oh, yeah. in the sixth round out of A&M and really developed him. He fits the scheme. Uh, he gets a nice three-year deal. Leighton Van Der Esch. Houston, by the way. Texans were the team apparently coming after Leighton Van Der Esch as well. Uh, but the, he comes back to Dallas on, on a two-year deal. Yeah, and then the, the fifth-round compensatory pick for, for Stephon Gilmore. He's 31, but uh, he's no longer a number-one corner, but he doesn't have to be in Dallas, right? No. He's the second corner, opposite Trevon Diggs. Uh, had a nice year last year. Uh, Deron Bland likely slides into the slot. Jordan Lewis is still there. Uh, so you're, you're keeping your defense intact. And I think, as I've said, in the draft, they'll attack offense. Which there's already people in Dallas talking about. Okay, you got your linebacker back, your safety, you got your uh, defensive, uh, uh, your your cornerback to solidify the other side opposite Trayvon, and um, go ahead and draft Bijan Robinson if he's there at 26, and go ahead and get that running back up in there. Go ahead and get that running back. Or what are you going to do? Are you going? Are they going to then go out after Odell Beckham? Maybe are they going to look for a receiver now? Are I they going to so. help that side? They have to help that side of the ball too. They do. Uh, but as we talked about, I think the top receivers will be off the board in the draft at pick 26. You either move up. Or, yeah, you make a move for a DeAndre Hopkins or an Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, or a receiver of that con- of that ilk is really what you're looking at. And it's probably will be a trade more than a mm-hmm. more than a signing, I would guess, for them. And uh, But obviously, Odell Beckham Jr. is a signing. He's a free agent. Uh, he's open, but he wants a lot of money. Uh, but there are guys available like DeAndre Hopkins, a pale, you know, potentially a, a via trade. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is a player who's available. Uh, Odell Beckham. Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen, late of your Minnesota Vikings, a veteran receiver. So we'll keep an eye on the Cowboys. I like what they did. Uh, T.Y. Henderson and Ty Henderson is our producer, but also a huge Cowboy fan. You like the moves yesterday? Yeah. Um, I mean, bringing Van Der Esch back was probably the biggest thing for me, especially on, uh, you know, like $6 million a year for two years. Uh, I think that's huge having him there. Uh, and then Stephon Gilmore, he's a guy that's, you know, he, he, started, all six, he started 16 games in Indy last year, had yep. two interceptions. Um, had you know the most tackles he's ever had in his career, so you know he's still willing to be physical. Uh, so I'm excited. You know it's better than the guys that we were rolling out towards the end of last year. That's for sure. Yeah, Kelvin uh, Joseph. Yeah, this guy's a veteran guy. player. Now. Oh, he's a former MVP of the defensive MVP. I mean, he's not that anymore. 
but man, he's a long arm corner, and then he plays the he fits the scheme Dan Quinn wants to run with his corners. He likes long, uh, athletic, physical corners, and uh, he is just that. Now, what you wish or worry about with a guy thirty one, uh, early thirties is is can he stay healthy uh, for the season? He's played a lot of football, been a really good player in New England, been a good player with the Colts, so. I like the move a lot. I really do. And then securing a couple of your guys that you drafted and developed to keep that defense locked and uh, uh, now go after the offense. I think they'll address the, the offense through the draft and potentially a trade. I mean, that's something to watch with yeah. Odell Beckham or uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Ty, did you just say, did he play all the games last year? He played. He, he started in 16 games. So wow. Yeah. 16 no. to 17. Yeah. Colts, of course, had that tumultuous year with the firing of Frank Reich and the hiring of Jeff Saturday, and it was just like a tornado of, of a mess there. Uh, he was on that team, yeah. Good player still. Good player. I mean, he's an upgrade Man, on that side of the ball. He 16 games in the NFL and make it through that. As a cornerback, that's good stuff for an old dude. I mean, older dude. And he's been one of the best players at that position in this league for half a decade now, but it, again, he's at, the, he's at the back end of his career. But sure. Cowboys are going for it. I like it. They're going in. You talk about all the great quarterbacks are playing in the AFC now, especially if Aaron Rodgers ends with the Jets. Uh, NFC is wide open. And really, look look at the moves done yesterday. It's it's in your, the Cowboys' own division. They secure some some key guys on defense and add a Pro Bowl corner. Uh, Eagles got James Bradbury back to to man the the corner position. They're going to be a, be a force again next year. And then the New York Giants swinging a deal to add Darren Waller. That's a really interesting move because you know you got Darren Daniel Jones back. You you franchise tag Saquon, so you've got your running back and quarterback. And you need weapons for your quarterback to throw the ball to. Yeah, that's a weapon right there. Now, they don't have any blistering wide receivers, but this guy can get down the middle of the field. He's he is pretty a, athletic. He is a weapon, and yeah. he's the quarterback's best friend. And, you know, in, in Vegas, they, they can't afford all those offensive no. toys, right, with the signing of Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo. And they got their running back. Josh back. Jacobs, his yeah. franchise tag, Dar- Devontae Adams. Uh, they got a lot of dudes down there. Plus, they're signing uh, the former New England Patriot wide receiver, Jacoby Myers, on a three-year Don't deal. Don't they still have the kid from Clemson playing? Hunter Renfro, yeah. So, yeah, they and they have a guy named, uh, what, what's it, what is it, Moreau? Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau is a pretty good tight end, so they felt they like Waller. They still have to re-sign him, though. Oh, they do? Is he a, he's he's I, free. That, I think so. Well, they obviously they're going to make that a, because Darren Waller got in a big deal. But, man, for the Giants, that's a nice that's a nice player for them. And uh, a nice piece. Certainly is. And they can all... Because you know what you know what's kind of interesting to me is that it feels like the Cowboys and the Giants are the two teams most likely to make a deal for DeAndre Hopkins. Both teams are talking. Could be kind of a swing move in the division. You know, last year it was the Eagles that picked up AJ Brown, and it really changed what they were offensively. You wonder if uh, you know DeAndre Hopkins. He's he's thirty one, much like Stephon Gilmore, but can really play the red zone beast. Uh, you put him opposite CD Lamb. You're talking about something right there, and that's why I still think the Cowboys in that first pick may go tight end when they get there, 26 overall, because they, they're going to lose Dalton Schultz. I don't even feel like they're talking to Dalton Schultz right now, who's a free agent at that position and their second leading receiver, but uh, we'll see. Cowboys, nice day, but the Eagles and Giants, that division's going to be really good again. It was the best division in the NFC a year ago, likely will be again this year. Well, do you feel like the, the Eagles lost a lot? Yesterday, I mean, well, the big guy, yeah. Well, but, but they were so deep on defense that you, yeah, they, they just had, a lot had to. Of players, you just they were they were going to. I mean, uh, the two you, best teams in the NFC, in my opinion, which is the Eagles and the 49ers, both got weaker yesterday, though. And they, yeah, I mean, but they 
they spun off some guys that were depth players for them. And Javon Hargrave was a big deal, but that was expensive. But they've got Even other Bradbury's a big deal. And keeping Bradbury's big, they need to figure out the Darius Slay situation. But yeah, yeah, he's I mean, going to be on the other side. I mean, he's going to be on the other side. He'll be back with them. That's that is big for them. He's not going anywhere. I yeah, don't believe. And you know the the Forty Niners have lost some guys, but they added Javon Hargrave, which is yes. a big move for them to solidify their defensive front. Uh, which that's you know a tenant of a Kyle Shanahan team. Yeah, they still got to figure out what they're going to do with Fletcher Cox. Are they going to pay the old guy some some money? I think he comes back on a team friendly deal in the back end of his career. Like Van Der Esch? I think he's still under contract. Is he not? I think he's got. I mean, I think he's able to leave. Uh, I'll, I'll look at the full. I got. I have the full list of free agents uh, who is out there because there's been over 130 guys already in the 48 hours that have agreed to terms with either with their own team or new deals. Uh, this thing is moving fast. And today, obviously, is the day that the league's year opens officially and all these deals can get signed and Aaron Rodgers can go on the Pat McAfee show and you know Play do, do his drama thing and let us know what's actually going to happen like we, we already kind of know what's going to happen. Uh, Fletcher Cox is a free agent. That is correct. Uh, he is available. Uh, so, yes, there's still a lot of good players out there. We'll run through some of them, but uh, today's the day it all becomes official and these trades and deals and moves can uh, – can be locked in. But, yeah, the Eagles are going to take some attrition. The Niners are, too. And, uh, you know, Cowboys lost Connor McGovern, the right guard, so there's going to be some natural flow. But, yeah, those are the best three, three teams in that division, obviously, and then maybe the best three teams in – because the 49ers got to figure out the quarterback, right? Whatever we think of Dak. Right. The three teams in the NFC, in NFC East have their quarterbacks in place. Dak Prescott needs to play better and cut down the turnovers with Mike McCarthy calling plays. Jalen Hurts is back. He has an MVP caliber player. And Daniel Jones back and uh, agrees to a new deal with the Giants. 49ers, I mean, they're going to say Trey Lance. They signed Sam Darnold. Brock Purdy's having surgery. So they're still really good. Yeah, the guy you count out is Brock Purdy's not playing this year. So that's it for that's them. That's right. And He's that's why they playing. signed Sam Darnold. And they're going to, I guess they're going with Trey Lance. But we saw that guy for all of a half, Oof. half of a half last year. Uh, so, you know, it's as this text says, and we've talked about, the NFC Conference is as wide open as uh, the Western Conference in the NBA. Who the hell is going to win that one? Yeah, I mean, again, you could make an argument the, the best 10 quarterbacks in the league are playing in the AFC right now, outside of Jalen Hurts. Because, um, you know, I think we all consider Dak Prescott 11 or 12. Well, the other top 10 are playing over in the AFC now. Uh, and that makes that conference just brutal. Uh, you've got MVP candidates up and down, and obviously Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City has dominated that conference. Josh Allen wants to be there. Joe Burrow about to get a new contract, a new deal. If Lamar Jackson ends with the Colts, I mean, he stays in the AFC. Um, but you know, that's me speculating, and it's, there's no you know, sure indication of that. But I do think Lamar Jackson's either going to be like a team with the Colts or back in Baltimore, uh, which will keep him in the, uh, the AFC. So, uh, yeah. Cowboys, it's wide open. It's right there. You got to beat the Eagles. They still have to do that. Beat the Eagles and the Niners. They got to help themselves offensively. Still, that guy, that dude needs help. I, but I do think keeping because if you lose Van Der Esch or Wilson and don't pull this deal for Stephon Gilmore, well then you're using the draft to try to fill that with unproven rookies. You brought in proven commodities, guys you know, you developed, and Van Der Esch knows your defense, and you're a better defense when he's playing. Wilson has become a really good player for the back end, and. You know, we know Stephon Gilmore can play. You have you have answered those questions with authority. Now you can uh, you can you know attack a trade for a receiver, and then the draft can become you know go get you could go get a guy like Bijan Robinson or go take one of these top end tight ends to replace Dalton Schultz. Uh, you, you like that because you're right. You need more weapons around Dak, not less. But the the draft is where you acquire the cheap labor 
with their salary cap situation right. that you're going to need on that side of the ball. They also Bandrash deal pretty friendly. Two years, two years. It would have been friendlier, but Houston kind of pushed up the price tag. Houston was in on that. Uh, late so you yesterday. said six mil a year. Uh, about, yeah, yeah, about six mil. It's, it's about yeah. pretty good for for a middle Certainly is. middle of the road linebacker who. But again, he fits what they do. He's another guy you drafted in the first round. You're keeping. And when he's not in there, you don't play that run defense that well. That's for sure. It's a different D. You're right. Yes. And I'll say this: the uh, the Cowboys need interior offensive line and offensive line in general in this draft coming up because they're really they're top five. Okay, I I see it, but they're very thin behind those guys on the offensive line. So that's going to have to be addressed as well. Not sexy, but you you've let some some good players, decent players, move on and. Going to have to replace them on the offensive line for uh, Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. So, yeah, NFL will take center stage. We'll, we'll keep an eye on this uh, Aaron Rodgers story today. We'll get into the madness of March. We had games last night, Texas baseball. we got a lot to get into today on this Wednesday morning. Somebody said, uh, Buck, you need to uh, – what's this they, they gave you? The Flonex. Flonays. Flonays, yes. Flonays. This says, E, did I hear you say you like the D? Well, no, I was talking about Zyrtec D. The D, yes, the D is for decongestant, D's. not D's. The this for decongestant. Yes, but it's it's strong stuff, man. It'll last you like twenty four hours. You get that Zyrtec D. Got to talk to the pharmacist. Yeah, I got to go over and make a, an appointment. Just go over the no. go, just go over the counter to him. And say hey, let's go. No, no. Normally, like at the over the counter, they've got a little little card. They don't just put the stuff out on the shelves because somebody will come in and like buy twelve boxes of it and go make meth. I don't know. I don't know how that will work. Ty will probably Ty, know. Ty, is that how they do Ty it? Ty knows. He's an expert in the field. I watch Breaking Bad. I mean, <laughs> okay, I think that's how it works. <laughs> All right, but if you take the card up to the pharmacist, then they'll because they keep that stock behind the card. There you the go. Counter. But it's not actually a prescription. They have me on file then. Oh yeah. Good. Oh yeah. They'll know if you're coming back every day <laughs> to buy more meth. Uh, <laughs> Hey, let's uh, keep this rolling. We're just getting warmed up on a Wednesday, getting you up over the hump. A uh, lot to do. Craig Way has his report coming up. We've got some B&E facts of the day. Have some fun with you on a Wednesday doing the free agency thing. Cowboys fans, what say you? Stephon Gilmore opposite Trayvon Diggs might be one of the better uh, corner combinations in the National Football League. Big doings for Jerry Jones. It's b on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Having fun with the National Football League. The uh, conversations of plenty. Cowboys getting active yesterday after laying low day one. Alan Lazard, a New York Jet now, it appears. Does that mean Aaron Rodgers is next? And yeah, how about uh, this conversation? How about Austin? We talked about the running back position and all these that are available. What about Austin Eckler to the Buffalo Bills? Austin Eckler from the LA Chargers. Now... If you're the Chargers, you actually trade your best player offensively to the team in your own conference. Who you, Why would you do that? I know. Well, he wants a trade. He wants, he wants a, out. We were talking about the running back position being so devalued that um, no one can get a deal. There's like Miles, Miles Sanders is going to be out of Philadelphia, but teams don't want to engage him right yet. They want the price tag to come down on these running backs. And then there are running backs who are looking for new deals like Nick Chubb in Cleveland and like Austin Eckler. Uh, and the teams are just, you know, you can go look for a trade if you want. <laughs> we'll draft a running back coming up in the draft and uh, use the that that you know slotted salary, and you can go. But Austin Eckler, I mean, th- doesn't mean these running backs aren't good and aren't difference makers on football teams. Austin Eckler would be. Over the last two years, he's been spectacular. Oh, my gosh. He's leads the NFL in total touchdowns. 
And um, he's he's a guy. The Bills, gosh, the Buffalo Bills are a team. That need a running back. They have needed a running back. And that's the team I keep looking at that, that scares me outside of Philadelphia. But, you know, B. John Robinson to the Buffalo Bills because uh, they restructured the contract yesterday. Stephon Gilmore, their best receiver, so he looks like he's staying there. They needed to get that done. Uh, but a, a, team, a player like Austin Eckler or B. John Robinson on that team, it just you know further builds what the AFC is. AFC is going to be so loaded. Once with again, teams. you know, within you know before the next contract is up, if you get a guy like B. John Robinson at a place like Buffalo, you win one Super Bowl. Guess what? He, you're fine until his next contract. When you can say goodbye to him, you know. Well, I really wouldn't w- wish Buffalo on anybody, but because Bijan kind of feels like he needs to be in a cool place. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He'll be good wherever he goes. Yeah, he's kinda, he'd be kind of hard to, to tackle when it's cold, too. Oh, yeah, he would. What a player. Uh, but we'll be following that. The, uh, the, the the deals can get done today. Officially, league business, league year opens. And um, looking forward to it. Also talking Cowboys and the Madison March. And uh, you know, Rodney Terry and these Longhorns making their way. You know, it's interesting when you start breaking the brackets down, Buck, and we get into this these teams, mm-hmm. you realize – and I think we've kind of alluded to it this week, but the, this when you're when you're playing the, the the 64 field, if you're Texas, you're just looking at the four teams or the three teams that are going to be in Des Moines with you, right? That's you, right. You got to get focused on Colgate. Then then you've got to get focused on whoever wins the other game, Texas A&M versus uh, Penn State. Penn State. They're going to play right after Texas. Texas plays at 6:25 against Colgate. A&M plays Penn State at 8:55 on Thursday night. And the winners will meet. So you're looking at those four teams. We know Texas is hot coming in and feeling good. They just won the Big 12 tournament. Back-to-back Saturday blowouts, wins over Kansas. Uh, they're feeling good about themselves. But think about it. Colgate, on, right around Christmas, were 6-7 and seven on the year. They've won 20 of 21 games. Uh, won, their, won their league, won their championship or their tournament in the Patriot League. And they come in with the, uh, the conference's player of the year, defensive player of the year, tournament player of the, of the, of the Patriot League tournament. So they're playing really well. We know that in their last 23 games, A&M is 19-4. And, and Penn State won eight of their last ten, including playing their way to the Big Ten Championship game where they lost to the one-seed Purdue. So all four of these teams, because you're looking for teams that are hot playing coming in, all four of these teams are real hot coming in and playing their best basketball. I still think Colgate can play its best basketball and still get beat. They haven't had this kind of D on them all year long. That's going to be the question. Can, what tempo does this game get to? Uh, that's going to be the challenge tomorrow night. Uh, well, you have to go out and be on your man. You can't let the guys sit outside the three-point line. That's They'll make their shots if you're not defending them. Uh, and, and they're not new to this, right? They've been in the tournament. They've they've been in the Patriot League and dominated the Patriot League in you know, three right. of the last four years. Their, their coach, Matt Langell, is probably the best coach in that league. Uh, or not probably. He's one of the better coaches that no one talks about. Uh, they've made um, – the NCAA tournament, what, three or four straight years. Uh, he's got 87 wins. 87 wins since he's been there. 
Uh, this guy can flat coach, and uh, they're averaging almost 80 points a game this season. You know what's kind of weird about Colgate, Buck? They they shoot over 50% from the floor, so they make more than half of the shots taken, 51.4%. They make a, a, a national best, 40.8% from three-point land, so four of their ten threes go in, almost 41% you know, of their threes. But they are 307th in free-throw free shooting as a team. They shoot. They're not a good free throw shooting team. Well, they're not going to the hoop. That's where they, they sit out and shoot threes. But That's still, what they when do. you go, you make them. Then they're like 307. Not, I'm not talking about no. made free throws a game. I'm talking about free free throw percentage, uh, which they're a great shooting team on paper, but then they get to the foul line and they don't make them. Yeah, they go three times a game. Yeah. Tucker Richardson's their senior. He's their leader. This is about Texas having veteran players, and they do. Well, this is a leader for them. He is a 6'5 wing. He's the guy who won Patriot League Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. They've got a 6'10 guy down low. And, yeah, they kind of play that four, flank out four shooters and get a big man who can move and uh, run pick and roll, back cuts and those kind of things. But they play fast. They like to play at a tempo. They like to shoot a lot of threes. So, um, you know, I'm sure Rodney Terry and his staff have done a, a really ardent film session here to get ready for the three-point barrage that will be coming. If they get hot, you know, you better be ready to go point for point. But as I've talked about with Texas, they got to – when they hold teams 72 points or lower this year, they're 25-0. and 0. That's got to be your bar. Keep them right around 70 or lower. Texas has a real good chance to win Yeah, this keep game. them from getting on streaks of three-point shooting. Yep. And then D them up. You're in the best league in the in the country versus the Patriot League. There, there shouldn't be any question about what should happen to them. They should be D'd up. should be in everybody's face. And you've got enough fouls to give to a 6'10 guy. Who doesn't shoot free throws very well. None of them do, obviously. (laughs) Well, and here's another thing that you kind of like from Texas. You know, if you go back to the Big 12 tournament run that they made, you know, obviously they went to the three-guard lineup a lot. But if you go back to the TCU win on Friday night where they beat TCU 66-60, that was one of the rare games. And we know TCU is pretty big down low. They're very physical. That was one of the few times we saw Christian Bishop and Dylan DeSue on the floor together for stretches. And, boy, did those two guys play well. Uh, That's something they tried to avoid. You know, they kind of rotate for one another. But in that game, Rodney Terry put both on the floor, and they combined for 30 points and 15 rebounds. In well, that's that what game. you got to have. You got to have the rebounding. And you wonder in this game, do you do you think about doing some of that to be able to pound them down low? Because you just you want the the way Dylan DeSue's playing right now. You want that guy on the floor, and for you want to sure. get him the ball. He's he's playing like a like a guy that uh, wants to to go to the basket a lot and uh, can be a real weapon. You also in that bracket, Buck. I know A and M and Penn State will play the other game, but you also like Indiana. I know in that bracket. I do. What do you like about the Hoosiers? Well, they've got – is that kid the player of the year in there in the Big Ten? Edward, is it Edwards? Edie will be. Well, Zach Edie's Edie going to be. Jackson Davis. Jackson Davis. I mean, Yeah, he, Trace Jackson Davis. I mean, he is he is a pain around the basket 21 points now. a ball game. He's something um, special when he gets down low. I mean, he's got all the moves. He's got strength. He can shoot He can shoot from all over. Well, I mean, he's the all-Big all, all Big Ten defensive player. He's yep. also 21 points and 11 rebounds a game, almost a little over four assists a game. Um, yeah, he's a big six nine kid down low. Yeah, I mean, look, Indiana's good team. That's somebody you'd see in the next weekend if you're the Longhorns. They play Kent State with the Golden Flashes. Kent State up in there, the four thirteen matchup. There's your upset if you're going to look for an upset. That would be it over Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Kent State's been playing good basketball. Uh, so yeah, like uh, like like the madness. It's coming. And uh, what's your plan? What's your plan tomorrow, Ty? I mean, I know we're done at ten with the show. Do you have any other obligations so you can be by your TV at? You know, 11 o'clock? 
No, my my schedule is is uh, cleared up, and I will be I'm house sitting at my dad's house here in here in Lost Creek. Go. So I'll just be uh, I got about three TVs. I've moved into the living room. I've situated his recliner in the perfect position, and I'll just I'll be watching. All where the uh, don't screw up that recliner, he'll know how long you've been sitting in it. Oh, it's one of those old ones where it's it's screwed up already. It is. It, is. it, it, it just fits him perfectly. Where is uh, where's pops? Uh, they're in Colorado with my younger brother who goes to uh, Boulder, University of Boulder. Colorado, See you, Boulder. Boulder, huh? Hey, first game of the day tomorrow because you got these play-in games tonight, which are kind of hard to watch. But uh, tomorrow, first game, eleven a.m., eleven fifteen, West Virginia, Maryland. Good game. Good game right there. Big tw- big Big Ten, Big uh, Big Twelve, hooking up. That's the first game of the day on Thursday, and then it's just all day long. Longhorns at six twenty-five. Aggies, of course, will play the late game at six fifty-five. Are we thinking that TCU is now healthy and well? I mean, they, well, they may still be able got to go the Eddie Lampkin situation. Eddie Lampkin's not there. Uh, he gets into the portal. Well, they don't have any situation. He's not there. I have, no, I have Nevada knocking them out first oh, you, round. The first round? Well, Nevada's got to win tonight first. They will. Nevada's got to win tonight. That's, that's my pick of the day right there. Oh, okay. Get Nevada today. This is a total Will Baker, Westlake Homer pick. I got to believe. Didn't even think of that. <laughs> Didn't even think of I don't even know if he plays. Because Will Baker, who was a highly recruited kid right here from Westlake High School who came to Texas, he transferred to Nevada, and he's a big part of what they do with the Wolfpack, who will play tonight in a play-in game against uh, Arizona State. Arizona State. Yeah, they got to get there first, but yes, they would play TCU. Winner of that game tonight gets TCU. So we're looking forward to it. The Madness is here, taking your thoughts on Texas, and we'll get into the Chris Beard conversation. He was introduced yesterday as the new head coach at Ole Miss. There's uh, been a lot of conversation surrounding that situation, and obviously the Rodney Terry future at Texas is a big one as well that we will get to. We were talking about running back. Somebody mentioned uh, David Montgomery. Yeah, that was about the uh, Detroit Lions yesterday, Buck. David Montgomery, who's from the Bears, Iowa State running back, uh, this one was interesting. He ends up signing with the uh, the rival Lions. That's good. Three years, $18 million. Um, with and so, see, see that deal right there? Three years, $18 million? That's the kind of running backs they want. That's the kind of price tag the teams want to pay for running backs. Even a good running back, and I don't even know how good David Montgomery is. You know how would I think of him? He's still in the league. He just got paid. But I mean, that's a reasonable contract. Like what Austin Eckler wants is is like Christian McCaffrey kind of jack, and you're not getting that right now. You want to do three years, eighteen with some guaranteed cash? We'll do that. But we're not doing the Aaron Austin Eckler deal, which is what again he wants. He wants big money, and that's the toughest position right now uh, to, to play. But, yeah, Detroit, that means they're giving up. They're going to let Jamal Williams leave. Jamal Williams led the NFL in uh, touchdowns. Does that also mean DeAndre Swift is out, or are they going to come back with No, DeAndre? they're going to keep Swifts, aren't they? They're kind of similar players, but uh, Detroit is an interesting team because if, they're, if, if Aaron Rodgers indeed announces on the Pat McAfee show today that he's headed to the Jets and he's going to play, that division, divisions that are wide open, I mean, the, I guess the Vikings would be the favorite because they won in – Won it last year, made the playoffs with Kirk Cousins, but you know Bears, Lions, Packers with Jordan Love. Come on now, the Packers aren't going to be anything anytime soon. Jordan Love, no, dude, they're just going to be a team. That'll be the worst team in that division. Next yeah, year. They're, they're just going to be a team for a couple of years. The Packers, unless Aaron Rodgers comes back, which he could. I still think he could still be back there somehow. I tell you, the Lafleur the... is not making miracles happen without Aaron Rodgers. They're just. They're going to be behind Detroit. Detroit. That's right. The fighting, the fighting Dan, Dan Campbells. Campbells. Here they yeah, come, here baby, they, biting yeah. kneecaps. Let's go. I'm worried about them with Minnesota. Detroit. Well, remember, because of the move, they got a lot of draft capital to get better, too, right? They've got uh, the sixth pick. They've got the 18th pick. They've got 
uh, early pick in the second round. They can. This Detroit team is one to watch. If they can improve their defense, that offense is a young, dynamic offense. They just added David Montgomery with Jared Goff at quarterback. Uh, here it is, Lamar Jackson, officially allowed to talk to other teams starting today at 3 o'clock when the league year opens. That's one of the caveats of this conversation. Without an agent, he's been unable to talk to teams. Now he can get his Net. big big chief notepad out and get to going. Go talk to Ursa. Isn't that a, that's who I'd call. Isn't that another reason why Lamar Jackson needs an agent? I know he wants to be his own guy, but these 48 hours, he... You know, it's, he'll he'll get to his conversations, but I just I don't I don't understand. He's going in with a certain number. He's going to try to stick to that number, and they're going to just keep going lower and lower. And the one who's closest to it, which will be the Ravens again, he'll be right back there with the Ravens. We'll be He's back. Going to look and say, I don't want to go here. We'll be back. We'll uh, pick up our B and E facts of the day on this Wednesday, dragging you up over the hump. Spring break week, March Madness week, South by Southwest week. First, Craigway. It's Bucky and Aaron. The BNA facts of the daytime, including just a reminder as you're filling out your perfect NCAA bracket or your bracket, filling out a perfect one is impossible. That is a fact. Is Warren Buffett, Buffett still offering the ridiculous amount of money for a perfect bracket? He can offer all of his money because it can't happen. Says the, uh, the according to a Take mathematician. The odds of guessing a perfect bracket front to back and all the games correctly is 1 in 120 billion. Um, 1 in 120. So you say there's a chance. Well, this mathematician says you have a better chance, how about this, of uh, winning, you have better odds of winning the Powerball with two consecutive tickets than getting a perfect bracket in March Madness. Consecutively. I feel like it's doable still. That's my goal every year. Like Bucky's goal is to win the lottery. Mine's to fill out the perfect bracket. Oh man, yeah. Good luck. There's too many games. Too yeah, many just variables. Just give me that twenty dollars you're going to use on the brackets, and I'll just. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, it's it's not it's 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 nearly impossible. That's a fact. It's never been done. Nobody's ever done it. Some smuck's going to screw it up. Some guy lying about it, saying he did it, wrote it afterwards. Come on, man. Can't do that. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so we've got some some facts to get to here coming up, uh, including that uh, you, I was watching some of this game last night in the NBA. You see the Suns and the Bull, Bucks playing? How about Giannis? Bucks are the first team to win 50 wins for the sixth time in their history. Um, Bucks are for real. This guy, they were in Phoenix last night and beat them pretty good, uh, beat the Suns. So I like what they're doing in the NBA. But, obviously, it's all about March Madness and the uh, – the upset picks. Do you have? You're picking all favorites again. Is that your deal? I'm in there. I've got Texas and Indiana playing against each other. I don't like that. For Texas, the big guy kind of kind of worries you. Yeah, he's a Wooden Award finalist. I mean, that's uh, they got to get there. I you, watch out for Kent State. You know what no. I'm saying? If there is the upset, that is the one. That's so honest. Yeah, Kent State. Uh, by the way, you want to know this for a fact of the day as well, according to, to sleep experts, the perfect nap, the perfect nap is 20 to 30 minutes long. Ooh. That's what they say. So I was just going to say 20 minutes. Yeah. If you nap longer than that, you start getting your deeper stages of sleep and you'll wake up and you'll be groggy the rest of the day. That's the way that goes. That's 20, my life. 20 to 30 minutes gives you a boost of energy, helps your focus, improves your mood. She says uh, setting an alarm for 30 minutes is kind of the good way to go. Gives you 10 minutes to fall asleep, 
20 of actual sleep, and then you're up. You know, that's why in the B&E Fact of the Day segment, that, you know, that's why your snooze button is nine minutes. You know when you push snooze on your alarm, it's nine? That's, I don't I don't push it. I don't I don't use I don't I have no snooze. Once it once the alarm goes off, that's it. I get up. You wake I wake up without it anyhow. Yeah, plus I'm already up before it goes off. That's the issue with me is I wake up like an hour before my alarm goes off. So I kind of sit there and dread. Oh, mine's like the twenty alarm. minutes. I I do the twenty minute wake up before I, I my body feels like you got about twenty minutes it's gonna go. So I wake up at three forty every morning without fail, naturally. And then my alarm goes off. At I'm at three, three fifteen, three twenty. Okay. I, uh, I I usually wake up. The worst of them are the mornings when you wake up like twenty five minutes ahead of the alarm, but you just have to go to the got to go pee. I'm like, dang it. Because then you want to come back in bed, and you yeah, know better. Of course. Better. No, no. no. I'll crawl, I will crawl back in bed for that twenty minutes. No. I really will. Oh yeah. I, I'll I'll. It's worth it. I will do it. Absolutely. That's some of the best sleep when you get to crawl back in and you're kind of cold and you get up. And for us, the, the weekends are the tough ones when you yeah. when you want to try to sleep. You want to try to go till 8. I always try to get to 8 o'clock. There's just not a chance. If you're getting up at 3.30 in the morning during a regular weekday and the weekend hits and you say you want to try to sleep in, sleeping in is like well, 6 o'clock. five hours further. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like 6 o'clock. More. That's uh, called sleeping in. Yeah, weekends. Well, the other part for me, at least on weekends, we usually stay up a little later. Because during the week, especially later in the week, I'll start going to bed nine nine thirty, and know when we got to get up when we do. But then by the weekend, you'll stay up a little later, and then you that'll give you. Oh, the first day this changed. I was in bed, and there was still light outside. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) On Sunday night. Oh yeah, it was that was awful. I love it. Yeah. My wife's like, "Where are you going? I'm going to bed." She goes, "You know, it's still light out here." That on our buck off Thursday tomorrow because we got to get rid of that thing. We're just going to keep it where it is. Time to deliver on that thing. Get tired of losing hours and gaining an hour. Who cares? Stop it. Yeah. All right. So don't uh, do your best on your bracket at hornfm.com, but just know it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have some losses. You want the you want the most wins though. Want the most victories. And if you can pick the national champion, you're feeling pretty good about yourselves. Do you have a pick? Who's going to win the Natty? Right now? Yeah. You and I have till tomorrow Shaka morning. smart. Ooh. Dude, you're bucking a 10-year trend of losses in the tournament. 10 years since he's won a tournament game. You're picking him to win the whole thing? You win six? Shaka smart and Marquette. That would be, remember we had the Boom Shaka Laka t-shirts and the Shaka the Nation, Shaka the World. Okay. Okay, we'll pick this up on the other side. Reset your headlines. Cowboys getting busy yesterday, uh, making moves. We'll talk Jerry Jones and the uh, America's team, What the where they're headed. Also, is uh, another move coming. Could be some social media intel pointing in that direction. We'll get you all that coming up. Also, your coach's corner and more with you on this Wednesday morning on 104.9, 1019 AM 1260. Streaming always on your Horn app, on your smart speaker, and always at hornfm.com.